Hello, everybody. How you doing? Um, this is Tawana. This is the My Sister Keeper podcast, as you know. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just had a coughing fit. Sorry about that. But anyway, I wanted to jump on here to say it's snowing here in Cleveland. And if you've been following me, you know I hate the snow. God, I hate the snow. Anyhow, how is everybody tonight? I hope everybody's fine and doing good. I wanted to jump on here and talk about um, healthy boundaries. I am harping on this. And I know I said it was going to be for November. But a lot of stuff happened in November. And I couldn't even jump on here and... sorry about that I couldn't even jump on here and share with you anything because it was November and then as we got closer to Thanksgiving you know you know how it is to get close to holidays (laughs) anyhow I wanted to you guys to listen um I wanted to touch base with you guys about healthy boundaries because, well, I, I want to talk to you about my healthy boundaries, not so much your healthy boundaries, because this is not even about you guys. If you get something from it, good. If you don't, sorry, but this is about my journey here. So as you guys know, I have people in my life <clears throat> that constantly, constantly, constantly <clears throat> try to try to take time for me, try to get me to do things that... I really don't want to do, but because I had I, I have a fear of saying no to people because I think they don't want to have they they don't want to be bothered with me, and if I tell them no or I can't do something, then it'll be all hatred. <clears throat> it'll be so much hatred, and 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 you know I so instead of doing that and dealing with that rejection, I just say yes to everything, even if I can't do it. Now that's how it was. <clears throat> how it is now is I'm taking baby steps when it comes to boundaries. I um I am practicing more self-care for myself, which means I take more time for myself. If I don't want to do it and I know I don't want to do it, I say I don't want to do it. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to that feeling of being um they don't want to be bothered with me if I do that and um some other things. I still have that fear, but I can't let that fear cripple me to the point where I'm saying yes, 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 neglecting everything that I have to do, do period, and taking care of everybody else stuff, and then getting to the point where I get frustrated at the person when it's my fault because I'm saying yes to this person, you know, and that brings us to the topic I wanted to touch on for December, but because I didn't talk about healthy boundaries in November, we're a little behind, but I'm going to try to fit it all in because it goes hand in hand. And that is codependency. You are codependent upon a person when you do things for that person to make yourself feel good or to hold on to that person. At least that's my understanding of it. Now, I know you guys have been following me. If you listen to uh, my recording um, named David, you know that he's my, whatever you want to call him. I don't even know if you give him a title now. But anyway, as you know, for many years since high school, and we're both 44 now, so that tells you how long we've been doing this dance. I've been in this dance with him for a long time. But the thing about it is I was getting so frustrated because I would anytime he needed something or wanted something, I would be like, okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Then I did not understand why he wasn't doing the same for me. And I was like, oh, he's so inconsiderate. He's selfish, blah, blah, blah. But that was not even the case. I shouldn't have been doing all of what I was doing for him. 
in the beginning. I mean, we were dating. That's it. You know, we were seeing each other. We was a couple trying to make things work. And I kept putting my foot in the mess. <clears throat> and I, I mean, I talked about this before on other podcasts, how I used to pay his bill. And when I could not pay his bill because, you know, m money was tight or however the, the reason was, <clears throat> I wouldn't pay it. I would be so frantic and I would do stupid stuff to make sure his stuff was right, regardless of how it made it made me me look. OK, and I'm talking way back in the day when we were, go, you know, back in, I want to say early 2000, late 1990s. I, I, I always had my own place or whatnot, and he lived with his mother, and he would need money or whatever, and I would take my rent money. So can you imagine that? And I would take my rent money and say, you know what, he needs this, blah, blah, blah. And then I had to really, um, 2017, I really opened my eyes because David was one of the people that, that turned his back on me during that time. I, I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, he he was. And when I lost my mind and, you know, people say, don't say that. But no, I lost my mind during that time frame because I had a lot of people turn their backs on me. A lot of people I thought I could trust turned out I couldn't trust them. And it, it, it was just a lot of <clears throat> it was a big, big, big mess and big, big, big. It was just really bad for me during that time. So. While it was a, while it was a really bad time for me. 2017 I still you know I still tried when I was in the darkness and you know I don't talk about this enough but I've been writing so and I, I get stuff out when I write anyway when I was in the darkness I used to I sat there feeling sorry for myself and I had a lot of epiphanies a lot of realizations came to me about me and I had to take the time to step up, step away from the situation and spend time with me and figure out what I was doing and look at me. Now, I should not have been doing everything that I was doing for David, buying him clothes, doing this, you know, paying for everything. I shouldn't have been doing that. I mean, really, though, I need to have my standards high. And just because, OK, I'm with him, he's with me, whatever. If he wants to go, he could go. And I have to I have to I have to really understand that and with everything that happened to me during the year of 2017 everything that happened to me everything that I went through I look back on that time now and yeah it's very nostalgic if that if I could use that word I look back on it and it's like okay okay I went through that I went through that I went through that now mind you PTSD the worry the anxiety all of that still is there but not so much, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to be cured from the PTSD because I went through a lot of trauma and I, I could walk down the street and I feel like somebody's going to kill me when I'm outside. I do not feel safe outside. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So. With David, I learned to just stop and I had to stop if he gets mad. Oh, well, he gets mad. I cannot make everybody happy. And and that's just that's just how it is. And when it comes to codependency and healthy boundaries, I mean, you have to, if, if anybody needs to be codependent on somebody, you should be codependent on yourself. Your happiness starts with you.
It don't start with, and I had to learn this. It doesn't start with a person. It doesn't start with a television show. It doesn't start with a Samsung's um, S10 Plus or iPhone 11. It starts with you and how you feel about yourself. So I had to, during the darkness, when I was in the darkness, I had to really pull myself out of there. And in therapy, it works. And then I got back to where I was. So I guess you could say the darkness helped me find me because I had lost me. I didn't know who I was and I'm, I'm, and, and, and I'm just not talking stuff just to talk stuff. I did not know who I was. You know, I had, I was going to work doing everything that I was supposed to do as a zombie, but I'm not, I wasn't happy. And I, and now that I'm beginning to say, okay, what makes Tawana happy? I'm writing again. I'm about to write a book. As you guys know, I'm helping people, but it, you know, I got boundaries around what I can and cannot do to people. And I think about myself. And I take care of myself and I don't care what anybody say if I can't help them, you know, and I have to stand firm on that. And, and that's some, you know, a lesson that I learned from boundaries, having boundaries and having and being codependent. And I mean, there's millions of books out there. If you guys want, if you look at Instagram, I posted some of the books up there about codependency and healthy boundaries. Read them. If you have a problem with saying no, if you have a problem with, I, with being a doormat to people, I don't care who they are, parent, mother, father, sister, brother, whoever it is, you have to put you first. And you have to start from the beginning i mean i'm not i'm not saying oh well everybody needs to have a go insane or like i was completely mad to find out what was going on no because you know what uh, i'm telling you all the all the stuff positive stuff but let me tell you about the negative stuff i don't trust anybody i don't like people around me and you I'd rather be by myself. I mean, depending on who you talk to and who you talk to in the daytime or whatever, they'll say, oh, that's good. That's not. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, I like being by myself. I like writing. I like watching my shows. I like being by myself. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I don't want to be around the negativity. If you heard that, the negativity podcast, and you know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that. I just want to be by myself, watch my shows, you know, and I like Dog the Bounty Hunter. I like all kind of killer strolls because I have an obsession with the human mind and how they think <clears throat> and when it comes to um, criminals and stuff. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being by myself. Maybe because I always spent my life by myself. <clears throat> when I was younger, you know, I used to spend all, I used to isolate myself. But anyhow, I like, I feel safer. And after 2017, I really do. Cause now, I mean, me and David talk. It's not like, it's not like we together together. Because I, like I said, I can't trust him. I can't trust him. And that's a work in progress. I'm working with my therapist on. But I really, my thing is, I don't, I, how can I say this? Because I have my house is my sanctuary and to let him in to my house or to just put my guard. Down, I don't want to do that. So there's a fear there that I'm working through with Ken <clears throat> about it, about that. Um, but I mean, it, everything is baby steps. It, you don't get better overnight. You I mean, you don't. I like I, I, I always praise Zoloft because Zoloft really helped me. Um, 
with the intrusive thought, the OCD part, it really helped me. And I'm grateful for that. <clears throat> so, guys, I went over my 10 minutes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end right here because I have to cough really bad. And I need to go drink some water. And I just want you guys to know that I'm here. Everything's OK. It's December in Cleveland and it's cold as hell outside. And I was just outside. Listen to me. I was just outside and it's freezing. But anywho, I'm in the north. Until next time, guys, please, 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 please be kind to one another. Be nice to one to one another. I mean, we got to be nice to each other. If you could smile at somebody and that would make their day, then do that. But anyway, I got to go. Have, have a great evening. Bye.